FM News with Tracy Valaidham. Good afternoon and welcome to news at 4 o'clock. Water tankers have been deployed to parts of Johannesburg, including two hospitals, after several water towers almost ran dry. Joburg Water spokesperson Hilgard Matthews says tankers were deployed to the Rahima Musa Mother and Child Hospital, as well as the Helen Joseph Hospital. Affected areas without water include Melville, Greenside, Auckland Park, Mayfair and Crosby. Matthews says demand is outstripping supply as the heat-produced temperatures of up to 36 degrees Celsius. Matthew says water is being pumped back into the towers. The supply problems come after the city of Johannesburg announced early in the week that it was implementing the level 2 water restrictions. Neliswa Mavundla reports on the water crisis at Helen Joseph Hospital. Cleaners at the hospital are busy getting water with large bottles and buckets. They say the situation has deteriorated since yesterday morning. The cleaners are pushing trolleys and carrying containers to where they're supposed to do their work. On site, there is already a water tanker that has been put in place. The workers say the situation is putting strain on them as they have to walk a distance to collect water and to take it back inside the hospital. Meanwhile, the water crisis at Smithfield in the southern free state has begun affecting the local hospital, a clinic and schools. Residents say taps have been running dry for the past two weeks. Hardest hit are the areas in Nyarela Township who have been battling water shortages for three months. Private boreholes and water tankers are being used to alleviate the shortages. Moving on this afternoon, residents and parents of children attending a primary school at Ndwetwe, north of Deben, have protested to demand that the Department of Education in KwaZulu-Natal expand the school up to grade 7. The school has received a letter preventing it from increasing the grades. There has been no effective teaching since Monday. A member of the school governing body, Bongani Mdima, says parents have locked the school's gates and are threatening to beat up teachers. Almost two years now. And the process of closing the school started two days ago. This is a dead day. We're sitting here. And also worried ourselves, we are parents. We want our kids to carry on and get education. But it seems like we've got no other way. Because the department does not seem to worry about what we're doing and what we are saying. Trade union Nehao has given the assurance that striking parliamentary staff will not disrupt National Assembly proceedings in Cape Town this afternoon. Hundreds of Nehao members have been protesting on the parliamentary precinct. Riot police fired stunt grenades after they disrupted portfolio committee meetings. Mercedes Besant reports. Okay, if you do not leave, you will be removed by the South African police. Efforts by the riot police to remove the protesters using stun grenades and pepper spray were unfruitful. Nehau parliamentary chairperson Stembi Sotembe says House proceedings can go ahead uninterrupted. But we do, our members are not going to participate in the sittings of parliament or whatever. But also we don't think that is fine for proceedings to continue under the current climate. But we respected politicians because they also came to our risk when the police were beating, beating the, the, the employees of parliament. Tembe says the strike will continue tomorrow if a meeting between management and Nehau does not yield any positive results this afternoon. The police's tactical response unit has been called onto the University of the Western Cape Belleville campus after protesters attacked non-protesting students writing examinations. Exams were halted after fire extinguishers were let off in the main hall. 
Police have used stun grenades to disperse protesting students. The finance office on campus was earlier set alight while bricks were thrown at the library. Fire services have been extinguishing the flames. And finally, to wrap up, President Jacob Zuma has arrived in Luanda for Angola's 40th anniversary of independence. Angola achieved independence from Portugal in 1975 after a protracted liberation war. The same year, the country descended into a civil war that lasted until 2002. Presidential spokesperson Bongani Majola. Angola hosted one of the early military camps of the ruling ANC when it was banned. Uh, and the relations between the two countries were cemented during those years. Now, because of this history, South Africa and Angola enjoy solid political, economic, and social cooperation, as expressed through a joint permanent commission of cooperation. There's also a growing and noticeable economic cooperation between the two countries. The president is looking forward to celebrating with the people of Angola. Your top story this hour. Water tankers have been deployed to parts of Johannesburg, including two hospitals, after several water towers almost ran dry. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Velidham. I'll be back with the headlines at 4.30.